Hey guys, it's Erin Black, your hostess with the mostest, and I'm back for a second installment of my coronavirus series. Now, if you guys haven't checked out, I have one other episode talking about the facts, some theories, and my thoughts about COVID-19. And again, I am sorry for anyone who has lost any loved ones. I hope all is well with you and yours. All is great with mine and mine. (laughs) Or should I say me and my family? (laughs) Yes. So, on my second installment, I would like to speak about the new normalcy that we are now going through with the wake of the coronavirus. Now, I know this virus has affected us all in some way, shape, or form, whether that be losing our job or having our job moved online or being in school and having our school stuff put online or whether that's you moving back home to take care of someone or you not traveling for work. It's all affecting us in some way, shape, or form. And I do believe that this new normalcy is causing everyone to live in a different way. So first things first. Now we have to be six feet away from others. Now you all might know this as social distancing. And with this social distancing, it's causing us to not have the, not face-to-face, but the connection of touch that we used to in the past before this virus occurred. Now, I will speak from my experience. I don't really like to hug people like that, okay? I am an ambervert. Oh, and for those of you who do not know, an ambervert is a mixture of an introvert and an extrovert. Now, I know what you may be thinking. What the heck is that? Well, an extrovert is someone who thrives around people. They work very well in groups. They much rather work in groups than alone. They thrive off of social interaction, whether that be on occasions or all the time. They love meeting around with people and connecting and social network. They love that. Introverts, like myself, on the other hand, or ambiverts, we work well in private settings, alone. We work well by ourselves. We much rather work alone than work in a group. We much rather go places alone than in a group. We much rather one or two people rather than five, six, seven, eight people. Parties, eh, not so much. We rather be on the wall and just keeping to ourselves. It's not a paranoia thing. It's just a I know I'm going to work better by myself thing. So, but back to what I was saying, an ambervert is actually a mixture of the two combined. It's the two put together, which is coined ambervert. As an ambervert, I've been trying to get people to social distance themselves from me for years. For years. I remember, still to this day, people would reach out for a hug. I don't know them. They're a stranger. They might know my parents or they might know my sibling. And they're going to reach for me a hug. Please don't do that. Please do not do that. I don't want to be rude. I don't want to seem uppity or coy or whatever. But I just don't know you like that. I do believe it was the prophet Ludacris who said, get back, get back. You don't know me like that. And for that reason, (laughs) and for that reason, I do not want you coming up to hug me. Or giving me that shoulder pat if I don't know you like that. You see how I rhyme there? Yeah. So like I was saying, if I don't know you, why are you reaching for a hug? The common and nice, polite thing to do is just reach for that handshake. Or, hey, I'll do a church hug. I'll do a church hug. 
but not the bear hug. Like, I've been knowing you for years. Don't do that. Oh, and especially don't go for no kiss on the cheek. I don't like that either. Okay? Do not go and try to kiss me on the cheek. When did someone say that was okay? When in history did they say, hey, if you don't know someone, it's okay and it's polite and kind to give them a kiss on the cheek when you don't know them? Gross! I don't know where your lips have been. Not saying, well, yes, I am. I don't know where their lips have been. I don't know where their crusty lips have been. I don't know what they could have touched or who else they could have kissed. They might have had them on. Oh, and nowadays you got to worry about that 19 jumping on you. You... Oh, it's just too much. It's too much anxiety. It's just too much. It's way too much. That's why I believe in this whole social distancing thing. And now I have a good reason. Like, hey, you know, far from afar, I'll give you a little hand wave, a little wink, a smile. All that hugging and mess. We don't need all that. We don't need all that. We don't. We just don't, in my opinion. Now, for those who are in my audience, who thrive around other people, who love giving hugs, I'm really sorry because I know this time, I know this time is really making you go through it because you thrive off of people interaction. You thrive off of having others around you and hugging others and patting people on the shoulder and all that stuff. I get it. And I am sorry for that. Next, we are now all forced to wear masks and gloves, especially in public settings Grocery stores, food places, food workers were all forced to wear these protective gear. Now, I will say this. I'm glad. I'm glad. Aaron, what do you mean you're glad? I'll tell you why. For years, I think that we have just taken for granted our immune systems <laughs> are able to just fight off any old thing. And I do believe that by us wearing masks, we are protecting ourselves from others. And that might sound cruel, but we again do not know what they have. We are going out in these public settings. We don't know who's coughed before us. We don't know who sneezed before us. We don't know who was talking or spitting while they talked. We don't know any of that. And when they walk away and we walk where they were at, now we have whatever they have because they were coughing or talking or whatever that is. Now we have what they have. And we would have never known they had it. But now that we have masks, we can protect ourselves now. Now we have a defense measure, an extra defense measure other than our immune system. And as far as the gloves go, I'm happy about that too. I cannot tell you how many times I have gone into a store, whether that be Ulta or Sephora. And these are makeup stores, by the way. Ulta, Sephora, even clothing stores where I've gone out to touch something and I feel that it's wet or sticky or I feel that it has crumbs on it or it's been contaminated, it has a stain. I immediately jump back like, oh, what was that? I am immediately grossed out. I immediately get mad. I'm like, oh my gosh, really? Did I really just touch that? That's trauma. <laughs> I don't want to reach out and touch something. Not knowing that I could be touching somebody's leftover food. I could be touching anything. And I don't know where their hands have been. I don't know where their hands have been. So now I'm walking behind them touching something that they touched. They contaminated it. And now I have whatever they had because they touch it. Does that seem fair? No. It doesn't seem fair to me. You guys let me know if that seems fair to you. Because I, for one, do not think that's fair. It's traumatizing and it's just not fair. We should feel comfortable and safe going into these public places. 
And I think with the extra measure of wearing protective gear, like the gloves and masks, that it's possible now. And that I'm happy for. Now, as far as the grocery store workers and the food workers, I will say we are very happy and we are thankful that you guys have your jobs. We are thankful that you guys are in work and that money is coming in. I'm thankful that you guys are working for us because with us staying home now, we don't really have too many options. It's either you cook at home or you go get food. You cook at home or go get food or go to the grocery store to cook at home. So I'm glad that these people are here making our lives just that much easier. However, however, with that being said, and I've said this years ago, it's been too long that fast food workers were not forced to wear masks. What's wrong with that? That should be mandatory. I feel like after this whole virus thing blows over, after COVID-19 goes back to where it came from, after it's dead or leaves for this amount of time, They should keep wearing masks when they're serving food. I think it's a sanitary thing to do. There's been way too many times where I've seen a food worker laugh, talk, and that's fine, laughing and talking, but not when you're over somebody's food plate, not when you're wrapping up a burger, not when you're fixing fries or chicken or chipotle or whatever you're eating, pizza. That's not okay. And I do believe one time I saw somebody spit fly and hit a piece of pizza. And there was nothing I could do about it because I was walking out. I said, oh my gosh, never again. Never again. I'll never come back to this place ever again. And guess what? I haven't been back since. Haven't been back since. I don't know if they worked there. I don't know if they quit their job. I don't know if they were let go. I don't know. I really don't care. However, I do know this. After I saw that, I said, hmm, they need to start wearing protective gear when they're fixing food. It's not fair to the public. It's putting people's health in hazard way. It's just putting our health in hazard way. It's not okay. It's not okay. Especially with this 19. Mess around and being asthmatic. You can get it and it can knock you off your feet. All because somebody was talking and laughing over your food. And they had something that they didn't know they had. When it could have been prevented by them wearing masks. Am I right? Am I right? I know I am right. People have got to start thinking about other people and their health. It's just not okay. As far as grocery store workers, them too. I don't want to have to pick around looking for apples and oranges and I see saliva. Or I see leftover food from somewhere else. That's not okay. That ain't right. It's not right. People have got to start thinking about that when they're in grocery stores. So the same goes for any worker who works in the food world, whether that be fast food, restaurants, grocery stores, all the way up and down. You guys have got to start thinking about this. Hey, even alcoholic places. I know alcohol kills germs. That's cool. But still, I don't want you talking and laughing over my drink either. It's all about the sanitary part of this, which I will get to that in my third segment. Moving on, not going to public entertainment venues. Ugh, now this guy's really hit me where it hurt. I love going out to the mall. There's no other place I'd rather go to than the mall. Now, there are some debates out there saying that malls are dying, which I do agree to a certain extent. Malls are dying because of the wake of, you know, online shopping. However, I still like to go inside the mall and look around. Look at different clothes I can't afford to buy. Window shop. 
I love going to Sephora and Ulta. That's a makeup place, by the way. Love going to those stores. And now I can't go because the malls are closed. I can't go. The malls are closed. And I just got a gift card to Ulta. Can you imagine my pain? I was getting ready to go. And they shut it down. They said, due to COVID-19, I said, oh, I already know. You ain't even got to tell me, Jack. I already know. I just stopped reading when I saw I said, oh, I've got dog, and I know what's going on. I know they didn't shut down the mall and shut down my store. What am I supposed to do about my eyebrows? I need eyebrows, okay? I feel like these stores should be essential. Why? Because I need eyebrows. What am I supposed to do? Go around looking eyebrowless? <laughs> I have about this much left of my brow definer left. And after that's done, I'm not going to have any eyebrows left. I'm be walking around. You don't know if I'm happy or sad because I don't have any eyebrows. Okay? I need something to fill them in because naturally I don't have nice bushy eyebrows to shape and pluck and thread. I don't have that. I don't have it. And it's really a shame. It's a real shame. But for those of you who have natural eyebrows, that's good and dandy. However, for those of us who do not, like your host... We need brow definers, we need brow pencils, we need brow stencils, and we need our brow dip by Anastasia. That's not sponsorship, I'm just letting you guys know. Also, restaurants. I miss the ambiance of the restaurant. I miss going in there, being sat down, being catered to. And I love this when they ask you, is there anything else that you'd like? Oh, yeah, I love that. I'm like, well, I'm so glad you asked because, yes, there is. I'd like an entree. Yes, I'd like the appetizer. I'd like the dessert with extra toppings. I love it all. I love the scenery. I love it. I absolutely love it. And I love when you get a really good waiter, a waitress. Oh, it's the best, best feeling. But now, in the wake of this virus, I won't be experiencing that until probably somewhere in May. Not May. July. And it's really sad. It's really sad. Because I miss that experience. And let, let me know, guys, if you miss that experience too, being inside a restaurant. Sitting down, being sat down, being catered to. I miss that experience. I really do. And finally, I understand that some of you guys have planned anniversaries, birthday parties, weddings that you won't be able to have now because of this virus because as you all know due to social distancing you can't have more than i believe it's five people together or it used to be 10 but i know for sure it's five people together and to you i have to say this anniversaries guys just video chat i understand everything is online now and we can use that to our advantage now we can zoom now we can facetime we can do all of these things to feel like we are together however if you had a wedding planned, may I submit to you this? Maybe you should reevaluate that wedding date. And I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. Maybe that's a sign that you don't need to get married. Oh, I said it. Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah, I said it. Oh, I had to go there. I had to go there. See, maybe this is a sign. Maybe God is telling you, mm, you better rethink that. You better rethink that. Let's look at some dates. Let's see this a little while longer, okay? Maybe something was going to pop off at the wedding that you didn't know was going to pop off. Or you could have been making the biggest mistake of your life. I just feel like if the wedding is that important, 
just go to the courthouse. Just go to the courthouse and get something written up real quick, and you're done. Have the wedding another day. But if you're not going to get married at all, at all, because of social distancing, you're not going to go to court. You're not going to have to think, then what's the point of being married? So many people are worried about the wedding aspect of the marriage instead of the actual marriage. That's why the divorce rate is so goddamn high. Because people are worried about the show. People are worried about the dress, the flowers, the shoes, the jewelry, the ooh, who's going to be there, invitations, and the trimming, and the gold, and the cake tasting, and the food tasting, and the wedding band, wedding DJ. What am I... No! That's not what it's about. And I feel like this virus is exposing... Those who really want to get married and those who didn't. Because I'm telling you right now, if you really want to get married, you would go to that courthouse, okay? Pay that $99, or $100, or whatever it is, and be done with it. You can have the wedding celebration anytime. You can get on Zoom and have a small little celebration, small little segment of a celebration. But no, you don't want to do that. So you're putting everything on hold? That just doesn't sound right to me. It does not sound right to me. You need to reevaluate your plans. You need to reevaluate your partner and see what y'all need to do. Because holding off on everything just because of social distancing doesn't sound right. Doesn't sound right to me. However, that is your wedding. That is your partner. That is your life. And I do not have to deal with the consequences of anybody's decisions. So I am not in any place to tell you what to do. However, if you were asking me, that's my opinion. <laughs> Oh my, and that's not a dab or jag or dip at anyone who's doing that. But I'm just letting you guys know that you have to look at things in different perspectives. You just have to. Well, guys, I hope you enjoyed my second segment on the coronavirus, also known as COVID-19. Be sure to check out my first episode if you haven't already. And I'll be back for my third.